Hi everyone, this is Happiest, episode number 63, From a New Point of View. Welcome, I'm your host Susan Chattis. I'm an author, artist, and teacher, and a very happy member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And just like you, I'm out to find the happy. In this podcast, we will be searching to find the happiest moments in any situation, in every circumstance. These are some of my stories. I hope they will help you feel lifted, happy, and hopeful as you search for your own happy in this journey we call life. So are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome again to the podcast today. Last time we talked about putting on the armor of light. Today we're going to be talking about a new point of view. And to start off with, I would like to read to you some phrases. And as I read these, I want you to just listen carefully if maybe some of these sound familiar and you've heard these before. Ready? I think the world is glorious. I gather armfuls of spring blossoms. I hear birds singing in leafy treetops. I see purple pansies touched with gold. I love watching clouds go by. I see leaves of yellow, red, and brown, and snow falling down, gently down. The world is so big and oh so round. The work of God I see. I know my Heavenly Father loves me. Did any of those lines maybe sound familiar to you? All of them are lines or verses from songs we've learned in primary. And I love these special messages that have been in my mind as I sing my way through my life. And these messages have indeed set up a foundation of faith for me, beginning young in primary and now becoming grateful gifts of all the world around me. One advantage of being the daughter of an artist, and I know we've talked about this before, was the way that my father taught me how to see the world around me. It's almost like a new world, I think, every time I stop and look at it from an artist's perspective. Perspective is a specific point of view in understanding what you see. From an artist's point of view, I look up. I look specifically at colors. And then I think about what I would need to mix to get that specific color for the sunset. The lines I would need to draw to form the bark on an old tree and the shadows and the value changes between darks and lights that I would need in order to give an object form. An artist learns that the best time to paint is either early in the day or late in the afternoon, when the shadows are the longest, when the darks are the darkest, and the lights stand out the most, like the contrast of opposites right after a rainstorm and the sun begins breaking through the clouds. 
possibilities for objects an artist can paint are in everything. An oil stain, mud, rocks, or even weeds. Someone told me once a weed is simply a plant that's growing in the wrong place. In art, we learn the art of perspective drawing. To show the illusion of depth in a painting, the students first draw a horizon line or an eye-level line. Then they choose a point on the line at which all other lines will meet. Now, as they add objects to their painting, roads and rivers and buildings, etc., all lines will appear to meet at that horizon point of perspective. Looking at the world from an artist's perspective, the artist sees the world from a different point of view. The rust deliberately destroys and changes the color of a wrapped barbed wire and ancient farm equipment. An artist sees the rust and grasps the unique colors and textures of the old metal and chooses it to add realism to the painting. A rainstorm won't let up and water floods into a cement cellar. A farmer feels the rain on his face and lifts his head high in gratitude as the young wheat now receives the blessing of moisture. A fire rages through the entangled foliage of a ripe old forest. The charred remains enrich the soil and regurgitate the onset of new growth. Soon, new flowers begin to grow again. The world bright and beautiful, sometimes dark and dreary. Through perspective's point of view, possibilities of color and light are found in all things. The artist looks up and paints on. How would someone see the world differently if we were looking at it from a gospel perspective? an eternal point of view. In a world of beauty and joy, we also know and see sorrow and despair. But through a gospel perspective, walking with faith, we look up. We see colors of hope and promise. We see lines that form a straight and narrow way through. And we search to separate the dark shadows from the light's so that we may see more clearly what's up ahead. Looking at the world with an eternal perspective, we begin to see the world with an eternal point of view. An aggressive nursery child is labeled noisy, hyperactive, and hard to control, yet understanding God's love for all. The child grows up full of potential to become conversant, energetic, and a leader for right. A shy 11-year-old tries out wet wings in a new middle school, hiding around corners, understanding embarrassment and ridicule, yet, in seeing purpose in all things, a young woman 
college-bound and confident, seeks a profession in easing preteen anxiety for future teens. Blind from birth, a young man struggles to find his route around campus, yet with hope, faith, and determination, the young man sees others more clearly than they see themselves. The world, bright and beautiful, but at times dark and dreary, through an eternal perspective, possibilities of hope and faith are found in all of life's experiences. As children of God, we learn to look up to Him, and with an eternal perspective, we walk on. President Gordon B. Hinckley once taught, quote, As each man and woman walks the way of life, there come dark seasons of doubt, discouragement, and disillusionment. In such circumstances, a few see ahead by the light of faith, but many stumble along in the darkness and even can become lost. My call to you is a call to faith. We take one step at a time. In doing so, we reach toward the unknown with faith lighting the way. End quote. One of my very favorite hymns is titled, How Firm a Foundation. And in that hymn, one of my very favorite verses says this, Fear not, I am with thee. O be not dismayed, for I am thy God and will still give thee aid. I'll strengthen thee, help thee, and cause thee to stand, upheld by my righteous, omnipotent hand. A few years ago, President Nelson once taught, Though we don't know all things, we know that God lives and that he loves us. Standing on that firm foundation, we can reach up and find strength to endure the heavy burdens of life. The foundation of one's individual faith, if anchored firmly to eternal truth, allows each of us to reach upward with an eternal perspective. That faith will give hope when there is no hope. It will give us joy here and eternal life hereafter. End quote. What is the eternal perspective of faith? Faith is knowing that something good will come out of whatever happens to you. Faith is to hope for things that are not seen. What is hope? Hope is the feeling that what you're feeling isn't permanent. Oh, do you love that one? I was, let me just read that one again. Hope is the feeling that what you're feeling isn't permanent. Joseph Smith once taught that faith is the first principle and the foundation of all righteousness. It is a principle of power. It is a principle of action. He called it the moving cause of all action. Shakespeare once said, Our doubts are traitors and make us lose the good we oft might win by fearing to attempt. I think the opposite of faith is fear. Faith, too.
to grow needs to be protected and nourished. Faith is a gift as a reward for righteousness. It is always given when righteousness is present. And an old Chinese proverb once said, They who know the truth are not so great as they who love it, and they who love the truth are not so great as they who live it. When making a choice or being confronted with a dilemma, temptation, trial, or opposition, President Nelson, in our last general conference, invited all listeners to take an eternal view. He taught, quote, When you are confronted with a dilemma, think celestial. When tested by temptation, think celestial. When life or loved ones let you down, think celestial. When someone dies prematurely, think celestial. When someone lingers with a devastating illness, think celestial. When the pressures of life crowd in upon you, think celestial. As you recover from an accident or injury, as I am doing now, think celestial. End quote. Our eternal journey is ahead of us still, one step at a time, with an eternal perspective, with a gospel point of view that is based on faith, will give you strength, power, hope, and peace, no matter the road ahead. What are you doing in your life to keep your soul aloft? It's not always easy. There are days when your life will soar and there are days when it will not. But there are many things you can do to add lift to your life. Even on those days when the string gets all tangled around your feet, you will be able to look for the happy. That's what this podcast is all about. We're going on a journey together to look for the happiest moments in everyday life in all situations that will help you to keep your soul aloft. Be ready, because together we are out to find the happy. Thanks for tuning in again today and get ready to form a new point of view. Bye for now. See you next time.